1: Mm, correction needed there. We have the trifecta of love here at the coffee shop trifecta this morning. Love it, love it. Yeah, so we got Mike Glenn and our friend Karen. Hey, welcome, Karen. Happy to be back. How yeah. you guys doing? Pull up a chair. Yeah, it's great to have you. Great to have you. We're gonna dig into step six today. So, is that my favorite one, Mike? Oh my goodness! Here we go again. <laughs> how can one man have have oh, 12, twelve favorite 12 steps? Hey, yeah. that's how it works. We're gonna start writing them by number. Right, so step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. That's, uh, that's, a loaded, uh, that's a loaded statement right there, right? Well, it was for me because
2: I didn't really realize I had any defects until this step. <laughs> I mean, I knew I was powerless over alcohol. My life was unmanageable, to, to use a very positive word. It was more mm-hmm. disastrous. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, hey, I went through most of my life thinking I was God. Right. Sure. You know, so I wasn't really aware. I know you're you're the same way. And you know, Karen, I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, thoughts on defects. Um, but as far as you know, as I kick this off, you know, I, you know, I didn't really know what a defect was. Right. Um, you know, a lot of my actions and the way I looked at things were my survival mode it was it was my way to win you know as i manipulated you know i was really good at lying scheming you know and and, and you know f- from a lot of the world perspective you know the they look at results you know and they're like hey man this guy's really successful but i mean it was how i was doing it and that's where i started realizing that i had some defects
1: right you know for me i i thought i only had one really coming into the program i thought i had a Good control on all Can't my wait life. To hear what this one is. Well, except for that silly little alcohol thing, I oh. thought I realized that was a defect, a problem. But I thought all the other things—I thought I was all in check with. It wasn't until really working the program fearlessly and thoroughly that I began to realize that yeah, I had some character defects that I had to address.
3: I, I see that with a lot of people, um, and I did this. I felt the same way when I got here. Like. Well, I'm a good person, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm i nice, I treat everybody well, I just drink a little too much. Sure. And that's, I think that's common, and it, it wasn't like arrogant, like there's nothing wrong with me, it's, I truly, I was ignorant, I truly did not know all of these things that needed work right. when I got here. Right. Imagine how surprised I was to oh, find mad. out.
1: <laughs> just imagine, that was me? Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I think, and I, I think, doing the step, doing the fourth step, began to open my eyes to to just what kind of junk I had in my trunk, and uh, and and the process that of going through step six and really getting embracing what those defects were uh, was life changing for me. So yeah, when it's one of my favorite steps as well.
2: Yeah, and when you know. Going through, I mean, as I look at, you know, how I operated my whole life. And I, you know, Karen, we, we heard a little bit of your story and, you know, we're very similar. We didn't, you know, wake up when we were 12 and start, you know, pounding shots. You know, we we waited till later in life, you know, and, you know, I was probably, you know, well, well into my career when I started drinking. Right. But so I had a lot of these defects, but again, they were applauded by a lot of people. The world applauds, you know. Life skills. Yeah, totally. And, and what I realized is when I had defects, you know, and, and they came up, you know, the selfishness and, you know, arrogance. And, you know, I use money to cover up a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of my mistakes, I just use money. You know, if I was an asshole to somebody, I just tip them more, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just, you know, it just, it, it was a terrible cycle to be in. Yeah. You know, and, and, and hey, we're entirely ready. I had to look at that because a lot of my character defects, you know, were very effective for me. Mm -hmm. So now that was the change thing. I'm like, okay, if I start living without this, I've got to find something else to take its place. You know, I have to find a different way to live.
1: That's right. If I can't manipulate, uh, which was really what I, my self-awareness was that, that I was a manipulator. And not only did I manipulate those around me, but I manipulated myself into thinking that my actions were right. I mean it was really aggressive manipulation on my part both self internally and externally. And yeah, so so dealing with that but the one the one thing that really jumps out at me and is is that again these steps I was guided by my sponsor to take each one of these steps and do them fearlessly and thoroughly. And and so he asked me in my journey to uh, not only take the inventory that I that I captured in step four, but then go through a, a long list of possible potential character defects. Oh, I know that list. Oh boy, and it's he like two sides of the paper, it's two right? Two sides of the paper. Wait, wait, well,
2: well, let me just clarify. Okay. Um, so I have a list in front of me. Yes. Um, there's 194. 194 on this list. Character possible. defects. Yeah, I'm
3: working. Well, I didn't the- have all. I- I think I had 186 of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Overachiever. Awesome. That's awesome.
3: So I think for uh, for me, by the time I got to six, after doing a thorough four-step mm-hmm. and, and actually being made aware of these things that were, I don't even want to say wrong with me. I just want to say they were characteristics that didn't serve me well. I love how you just put mm-hmm. that. So you know what? I it, love it. I, they're not. I'm not defective. There's nothing wrong with me. These and these things are still in me. I they're just not um, outward and present all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, because even when they're gone, they're never really gone. They come back, and that's why the it's a continuous process. That's why it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. But once I was made aware of them in the fourth step, and was actually able to talk about some of them in a fifth step, by the time I got to six, you know, for me, it's am I the the one question am i ready to change mm-hmm. that's i had to be willing to truly change mm-hmm. so they tell us uh, they tell us in the in the i don't know if it's in the 12 and 12 or in the big book that you know what if you if you're not yet willing just start trying to become willing and keep trying Mm-hmm. Just keep trying until you are. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the step is about. So
2: one of the things, if I just heard you correctly, one of the things that we do to focus on strength, right? What do we do? It's the willingness. You know, Absolutely. It, it step almost six sounds is like that's a starting about, All about starting willing. Game. Well, you know, frankly, I'm looking at the list right here. I'm a little, I'm little distracted right? because there's still a lot that, you know, I'm, I'm still in the process. So, you know, Karen for you, Mike for you. I mean, was it, you know, was step six? you know, a light switch or, or how did you process the, the
1: change?
3: Definitely not a light
1: switch. Oh, yeah, not a light switch. And
3: some of it comes back. Um, you know, even after a seven step, when I ask God to remove these defects, we'll call them, um, they come back. There's, there's different point. You know, I'm in a different place in my life every day. So mm. when I'm spiritually fit, Less of these things are are present, wow, are, are visible in my life. Right. When I'm not spiritually fit,
1: Boy, that's when they come out.
3: So sure. there's a difference. So I negotiate for a living. There's a difference in being a shrewd negotiator and a stubborn ass. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a difference, and the hard part sometimes is what we what we would consider a, a defect. You know, there may be something similar to that. That's okay. That's not hurting me. So or others, t- right? I mean, being a shrewd negotiator is a good thing. It's not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. It's 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 part of the business world. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have to um, I have to think and and really be clear about is this is this serving me or is it not? Is this appropriate? Is it hurting anybody? Sometimes there's a lot more thought that needs to go into it, but not. It definitely was not a a one and done, and it didn't happen at one time.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you found that you've gone from knee jerk to kind of pause and think about it and then proceed, or or do you do you still instinctively respond <laughs> in a way after six and seven after doing?
3: Six I would love seven? to say that I always pause right. and pray and proceed.
1: That's very proper. All
3: right, my mo. I lose it first. I just go crazy. I lose my shit, and then I turn around and, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Right. And I'm getting better at that. Right. My like, for example, my business partner is the. Hang on a minute. Don't. And I always give the example of the typing. We'll be in the office, and when I'm mad at someone, I type oh, and I type louder. Like Keith and Moon
1: on the drums.
3: I exactly. So I'll type louder and faster, and from across the room, I'll hear don't send it because because he knows that's how I am and and so I'm learning from him and I learn from people in the program and my husband is a super mild mannered dude I learn from him Mm -hmm. but my it's still my I'm better I'm getting better at it I'm working at it I've been working at it for over 20 years Mm -hmm. but some things some things are tougher than others to give up
1: Right.
2: So, Mikey, how about you, man? Was it a light switch? Was it a uh, process? Is yeah,
1: it a- absolutely a process. Again, and
2: you have got rid of all your defects, right? <laughs> now.
1: Uh, you know, I've still got about 193. I'm working on right now. Um, I got rid of the one, but keep coming back. Yeah, keep coming back. I love that. That's yeah, awesome. no, you know, it hasn't. But but I'll tell you, when we get to the hope segment here, it's been it's been very rewarding because because what I was taught is that. I can prepare, take the inventory. And, and again, six, seven are kind of combination steps, right? And so as I was writing my inventory, I knew that I was going to be turning those over to my higher power in seven. And so I kind of battled with them a little bit, but then kind of put them in the bucket of, of I'll deal with that in step seven. Mm-hmm. So there was a transition for me. Uh, but I, I felt confident after I'd gone through inventory, after I'd reviewed lists like that list, that awesome list of 194 things, that I at least had a good handle on what my inventory of character defects were, and was prepared to move on to step seven. So, yeah, there was like a there was a line in the sand for me in between six and seven, which I really appreciated the guidance from my sponsor on that.
2: Yeah, I just love sitting down and having coffee with you guys because it, I mean, it helps me. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, as I'm sitting here, you know, I like to think of the 10 commandments, right? Short list, short right. list of 10, right? And I'm doing pretty good on that list. Right. But when you look at the list of 194,
1: Yeah,
2: not so much. In, in fact, we'll, we'll post that in the, yeah. uh, in the resource section. But when I look at the list of 194, I still have work to do. And, um, you know, frankly, I wasn't really ready to have God remove all the defects. I still like some of them. Right. Some of them served me really well. Right. You know, but through the process, you know, and that's why I love our phrase that we use: progress, not perfection. Right. Mm-hmm. So as I look at the list of 194, I'm not hanging myself because you know, you know, I'm still screwing up on some. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I give myself some latitude. It is a working process, uh, but it's nice to nice to see a list. Yeah.
3: Well, the list, the list, the thing with that list. It's helpful. It doesn't have to be. Am I this? Am I that? It doesn't have to be so cut and dried. It's with like still- a sliding scale, right? <laughs> I can rate myself <laughs> on each of them. It's just. A, it's just meant to be a tool to kind of jog my memory. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I didn't. Awareness. I didn't think I was that, but mm-hmm. maybe I am a little bit of that sometimes. Right. So it's just. It's just about exactly self-awareness. It's just. It's just a tool to. Kind of um, get the juices flowing about things that I might want to take a look at, mm-hmm. and as you read through the list, if something pokes at you, mm-hmm. stop and give it a little more thought. That that might be something worth looking at.
1: Right. Karen, with your with you've got a few more days of sobriety than myself, but through your experience, why is step step six and seven? I mean, wh- wh- why are they so important to sobriety?
3: When I become a better person, when I can get rid of the things that are—these that are the, these defects, these issues, these characteristics, they, they stand in between me and God. Mm-hmm. They stand between me and you. Mm-hmm. So by eliminating these things in my life that are not serving me well, mm-hmm. it allows me to get out of myself and move toward other people and closer to God— and it lets me be of maximum service to God and others. That's that's the whole goal. Mm-hmm. And and these things are walls. They just pile up one on top of another mm-hmm. until finally I'm on one side by myself mm-hmm. and the rest of the world's over there mm-hmm. and, and I'm over here by myself. Mm-hmm. So the whole process has been taking that wall down and, and letting people in. Because you know we're here to help each other. You can't help me if I don't let you know where I am. If I show up at a meeting, every day for a month and I never share and I don't let you know what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. I could be struggling so badly inside and, and if I don't tell you, you can't help me. Mm-hmm. If I don't let you in. So these steps, these steps, they, they make, it's kind of like, I. it almost feels like you strip down, like, like naked, like raw, mm-hmm. like here it mm-hmm. is. This is me. This Love is the word raw. This is who mm-hmm. I am. And it's so freeing mm-hmm to be able to say, here I am, right. take it or leave it, this is me. Yeah. It's it's very, very freeing to let go of that. Well, I,
1: yeah, I love that response because, I mean, there is nothing more important to me than my sobriety. And and I just, I need to understand from those that have gone in front of me in their journey, in their road to recovery, I just need to, to understand the importance, have it reiterated to me the importance of thoroughly you know working these steps because because i i just don't ever want to go back there again
3: after looking at the these things in me how could you not how can i not want to get rid of them right but it's hard yeah, like but you said some of them, hey, some they, of them
2: i'm telling you yeah. some of them very effective mm-hmm. you know in the moment, it's not effective in the big picture. It's not effective for my peace, you know, or serenity, or my joy or happiness or all those fun words. Mm-hmm. But for what I wanted to accomplish in the moment, based on my selfish focus and desires, they were very effective. Mm-hmm. And and you know, just chatting about hope a little bit here. Uh, I mean, you know, as I've shared before. I am very clearly living in the right fairway today. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I have a keen awareness when I'm in the rough, when I'm getting close to OB, or when I'm out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of head trash that is associated with that. So as I look and still use and, and, and still have some of these defects, um, you know, it messes with my head. It messes with my piece. I know I'm doing something I'm not supposed to. I'm judging somebody. I know I'm judging somebody, and and you know that's head trash, right? But when I focus and committed to step six, now I can um, make better decisions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I make less mistakes, um, which leads to less emotional weight, right? Due to my defective living, right? So I get better results. Mm-hmm. I get better peace, better relationships, better everything. Um, but for me, and, and I'm looking forward to going back on this 194, you know, and with, with the guys that I work with, we're going to spend some time on this because I think it's the awareness. I think it's, you know, hey, let's stay on top of this. Let's, let's not do step six, step seven, check it off and, and move on. Mm-hmm. But let's have this being a continued living, breathing part of the program that we're, you know, continually willing, you know, um, and, and ready to get rid of this stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. We, you talk about the emotional weight. So, for, for the people listening who have not gotten to this point yet or who are hesitant to take these steps, you know, if you're not walking around, or I'll, I'll speak in terms of me, if I'm not walking around carrying that emotional weight, because when I carry that weight, I'm focused on that and myself. When I'm not carrying that emotional weight around, now I can focus on the people in my life. I can focus on my relationship with God. I don't have to worry and focus on all that crap that I'm bringing forward with me. So if I leave it, if I work on it, knowing, of course, that it does come back. and And sometimes it's hard. Like uh, to be stubborn is not a good trait. If If I'm talking about at home and I've done something wrong, and I oh, I'm not apologizing. No way. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have done that. I'm not apologizing. And and to to. Not give in there, to be stubborn like that is not a good trait. However, in the business world, if I'm in a negotiation, to not give in first might be a good trait. Right. so sometimes it's hard because the opposite of that defect or could be a or there, there could be a parallel to a the parallel. defect that is not harmful. Right. So right. you know over time you learn that, but I'm still learning that's yeah. for sure.
1: Hey, since we're parked on Step 6, uh, I really want to give a shout-out to a book called Drop the Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drop oh, the yeah. Rock is a great resource that uh, was introduced to me, and uh, it talks about that emotional weight. It talks about carrying that weight when you're trying to swim in the water, uh, and, and you're carrying that weight, of that that emotion. Uh, we'll put it up in the resource yes, room, but, but uh, Drop the Rock is a great book for Step 6 and Fantastic. 7. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome.
3: Fantastic.
1: All right.
2: Well, here's the funny thing. I just want to finish with this, because I know we're at the last drop of coffee here. Um, I get better results when I... (laughs) It's just amazing, because I thought I was awesome. But I get better results when I have less defects of character.
1: Mm -hmm. And I I have better purpose in my life when I'm properly aligned. That's what I'm learning. It
3: doesn't... It's not... um, When those things are tucked away where they belong, and they've been dealt with correctly, and at the right time, and... Under the guidance of my sponsor, and I I tuck those things away, Mm -hmm. and God removes them for me. Then I'm I'm free to focus. I'm free Free to to focus focus on that which really matters.
1: Will you come back and talk about Step Seven with us? Sure. You buying? (laughs) Every day. All right. All right. (laughs) Then I'll come back. Bring it on. Thanks, Karen.
3: Thanks. Love you. Bye, guys.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.